DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Kyle Gunther, former you, joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Kyle, good morning. Happy Friday, DJ, PK. How are you guys? Great. What do you do with yourself on a bye weekend? What, what's a typical bye weekend like for a player? You got to get yourself mentally and physically refreshed. You got to take some time off, obviously. They'll practice maybe two or three days in the week and, you know, nothing full tackle or, or full hitting just to keep your timing ready. And then you'll hit the weight room a couple extra times and uh, try to rehab yourself a little bit. But I always loved watching college football on a Saturday that we had off because during the season when you're playing, I mean, unless there's a game on in the early part of the day and you're playing late, you don't get to just be a college football fan. And I, like a lot of the guys that are playing, I grew up a college football fan. There are teams that I wanted to watch even as a player that weren't, they weren't Utah. You know, I grew up wanting to watch the Oregon Ducks. My dad played there. So if Oregon was ever on, I wanted to watch them, but it's about making sure you're still in love with football. And, and sometimes guys watch a bunch of college football or sometimes guys get away. I had friends that would just sit around and play video games. They didn't want to uh, watch much football. They wanted to decompress from the grind that is college football. So the youths are, you know, overall as a team, they're trying to get healthy. You know, Kyle Whittingham's talked about Tyler Huntley being very close to being 100%. So for a lot of the guys like Zach Moss and Tyler Huntley, you're in the training room. You're getting your shoulders and your knees stemmed and iced and stretched, and you're doing extra stuff, core work, to try to rehab the injuries that you've undoubtedly occurred throughout the season. So I'm figuring for Kyle, as he has this time off, that he gets a Manny and a Petty. What do you think? (laughs) Kyle Whittingham hasn't taken a nap in 20 years. He hasn't been to a mall in 30 years. And I think he said he's been about a decade now on pace for he hasn't missed a workout for the last 10 years i think he takes sundays off uh, but he hasn't had an unscheduled day off of working out in close to a decade if not 10 years so kyle whittingham's the last guy on earth to go get a manny petty but <laughs> is this a new thing just the last couple of games i've noticed these short sleeve hoodies that he's yeah. been wearing yeah, yeah. Uh, people have been asking about him he's got this new fashion sense so Maybe he'll get a haircut or something, but uh, no, ain't nobody touching Kyle Whittingham's toes. <laughs> Come on, he turned 60 in a few weeks. He's got the world by, you know what, I mean, he's on top of the world here. He's one of these rare, in, in a volatile profession, he's basically untouchable. I say, put your feet up, literally. Uh, and I agree with you. I'm not against it. If you guys were to see right now, my toenails are very much painted pink because my three-year-old daughter yelled at me the other day to paint my nails. I said no, and she kept yelling, and she kept yelling until she got her way. And that's pretty much been the way women have interacted yeah, with me typical, my entire Typical life. woman, just, huh? <laughs> they just, you know, they yell at me until they get their way. Uh, but also, you know, that my nails do look fabulous. Uh, I have no shame, and uh, my daughter has broken my will and spirit. I believe Kyle Whittingham's kids are, are grown-ups. Now, his grandkids are not quite old enough to yell and scream at him until he gives in to their will. So I'll say Whittingham might get his toes painted in the next few years when his uh, grandkids get a little older, but no, I just don't think it's done. I, I, I think Kyle Whittingham is of that old-school mindset that you just don't paint your toenails or it makes you a girly man. <laughs> 
Kyle Gunther joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, you probably saw the quotes from uh, UCLA's receiver. I saw them. I read them before I saw them. When I read them, I thought, hey, maybe that's something. Then I saw them, and I thought they were nothing. Utah's known for being tough, but I think we're ready to go out and show that we're the tougher team. But he said it with no disdain, no fire, no... It was just, it was nothing. Having said that, will Kyle take it, twist it into a pretzel, and use it to motivate the team? Or is it just one week at a time and go beat them because you're the better team? Oh, that comment will come back up. And you're right, with a lot of these quotes, when you read them, they can sound worse than they are. And that's kind of the problem with social media and, uh, and all that stuff anyways. But, you know, when you actually hear someone speak in the context of, you know, being asked a question about an opponent, I get it. UCLA's been looking for that key to being a tough team for the last two or three decades. They haven't been a tough team because the weather is perfect there. They have all the amenities that you could ever want. And life is perfect, really, for that team. And so they haven't had to go through the adversity of what you have to go through at Utah, where you're running in the summer in 100-degree heat, and you're practicing in the fall and the wintertime in freezing cold rain. Kyle Whittingham has never once put on a pair of pants for practice. No, he just always wears shorts. He toughs it out. He's a crusty old man. Utah's a tough team. And anybody that watches Utah can tell they're a tough team. And let's talk about what that means. A tough team, when you're tough, it means your quarterback can hurt his knee and he'll come back in a game. It means your running back, Zach Moss, he got lit up at one point against Arizona State. He came back in the game. Being a tough team means that when, when Nick Ford blocks you at guard or tackle, and then the running back runs past. He doesn't stop. He keeps driving you. He keeps trying to knock you in the ground. Orlando Umana never stops talking. The center for Utah, he's screaming all game. He's driving guys into the ground. That's what being a tough team is. It's guys that are making plays. They're in better shape than you. They're talking trash. They get better as the game wears on. That's what a tough team is. But, yeah, Kyle Whittingham is not going to let somebody at least even compare the toughness level of these two teams. Now, if it was a Washington player, I don't think it would be a big deal. An Oregon player this year, maybe, but UCLA is historically one of the most talented and also soft programs in the history of football. So I find it pretty comical that UCLA is uh, is playing that card at this point, or at least you know, they're searching for motivation. How much are you concerned about do you have as far as the Utes getting so much love and maybe, in a sense permeating some softness into them because I don't know if they've ever received this much positive publicity and it makes me a little nervous and I know it does Kyle that everything is so great and they're getting so many compliments it is so much easier to motivate yourself when you have an axe to grind when you are you're ranked 10 spots back from where you think you should maybe you dropped a game and people are talking trash I think you have that motivational factor but Tyler Huntley, Zach Moss, Damari Simpkins, uh, Darren Paulo, these guys are seniors. These guys are leaders, and they've been through it before. And, uh, and I don't think that's going to be a factor coming up because, frankly, UCLA, Arizona, and Colorado are nowhere near as good of football teams as Utah. This is the best Utah football team maybe ever. Uh, they really should be undefeated. They're a couple of plays away from beating USC, and close doesn't count. But they're also a couple of plays away from smoke in Washington. I thought Jacob Eason was sensational last week. He made a couple of throws that were just perfect. Other than that, the Utes beat Washington going away. The Utes are a very good football team. 
UCLA can really only run the ball, and then sometimes their quarterback can run it. Arizona's a complete mess right now. They can't figure out their quarterback. And Colorado's the worst team in the league. So the Utes are primed to close out their season with three straight wins, and I think they're a Rose Bowl-caliber team. So it is tough when you start to get adulation, when you start to get you know people saying nice things about you. But also, you got eight NFL players on this team, draftable NFL players. This is a talented group. You know, sometimes you know Elvis Presley used to dance because he knew he was pretty, and he was a talented rock and roll musician. You know, the youths are talented, and they know they're talented. And sometimes that's what swagger is: is being good and knowing you're good, and backing it up by working yourself to the bone every single day and watching film. And, you know, Kyle Whittingham's not going to come in and make a joke on Monday's meeting. Kyle Whittingham's not going to do a ha-ha-ha highlight reel. No, Kyle Whittingham is as intense Monday of a bye week as he is Monday of a game week, as he is Thursday. He's not going to let the team slip up and think, oh, we've got an easy week here. No, it's, you'll see Kyle Whittingham's intensity. You'll see it during the bye week. As we mentioned, what's he doing? He's probably going to do some recruiting, and then he's going to be right back in the weight room running on a treadmill at a 10-degree, or you know, whatever, the, the vertical incline, running at 10 miles an hour, sprinting. He's 60 years old. He, could, he still looks like he could kick your ass. The players will respect that, and Kyle Whittingham, over the last 25 years, has shown that his record coming off a of bye week has got to be one of the best in the history of football. What is he, like, I think he's like 13 and, uh, you know, whatever it is, 13 and 2 or something like that. He just, he never loses coming off a bye week hardly because he does focus so hard on keeping that team uh, away from the newspaper clippings, the radio uh, headlines and the the Twitter talk. He focuses on what matters, the task at hand, the daily grind. He always talks about relishing the grind, and football is a grind Monday through Friday, and then you get the reward of the game on Saturday. We have been discussing the various bowl possibilities uh, for the Utes and the playoffs. Do you have any hope for the playoffs? Is it really important to you? Is winning the Pac-12 title good enough for you and most of the Ute fans you know? I think winning the Pac-12 title is the, the coup de grace. Now, if you make the playoff, uh, obviously, you know, that's another stratosphere. Um, but I, I don't know if the Utes are going to be in a position, unless they blow the doors off of Oregon and they get some help, then they could potentially sneak into the playoff. But the point is that this Utah team is good enough to make the playoff. This team is good enough to make the New Year's Six. This is a, uh, a Rose Bowl caliber team, however you want to call it. They are in that discussion. This is the best defense ever at Utah, and I think they can beat a lot of teams at the top of the mountain. But to answer your question, DJ, if the Utes win the Pac-12 outright, they win the South, then they win the championship game, which helped. They beat Oregon last year with Jason Shelley. If they got Tyler Huntley in there, I'm picking the Utes to beat Oregon all the way. And if they do that, they will have achieved, I think, the greatest level of success they can at this point. Obviously, winning the Rose Bowl would be great. But, yeah, I don't know who they would play at that point. Would it be Ohio State or something or Penn State? Uh, you know, we'll have to see what the matchup works out at. But uh, I think it was these, uh, PK, you mentioned earlier, Kyle Whittingham's almost 60. He's mentioned he doesn't want to coach for another 10 years. No. If the Utes close out this season undefeated, they win the Pac-12 championship game and win the Pac-12 overall, I wonder if Kyle Whittingham will consider uh, you know, going off and, and retiring and falling back in love with golf and, and just golfing all day. Hmm. This year, going out on top. 
That'd be interesting. And, and it would be terrible. I mean, it, it would be heartbreaking, I think, because Kyle Whittingham is a, as important to Utah as any other coach is to one school in the history of college football. He's Bear Bryant-esque, but not with the same level of treating players that way. No, Kyle Whittingham is a grade-A human being. He's a Hall of Fame coach, and I wish he would stay at Utah forever. Uh, but the fact is, at some point, you've you got to move on. And, and Kyle Whittingham, I, I just get a sense that if he's able to go out on top this year, he would consider that. He would consider that pass. But uh, I don't think it would be a great sign for Utah football. No, I, I know there's so many Utah fans that love to be Twitter tough guys and talk about, oh, I want to score more points on offense. Go watch Washington State. They score a lot of points. They get beat a lot. Arizona loses games 55 to 58. You can score a lot of points, and you can take more risks on offense, but you will not, conversely, play an elite brand of defense at the same time. No one does that. Clemson every couple of years does it. Bama every couple of years does it. Other than that, not even Notre Dame does it. Watch Notre Dame's offense last year. They were pretty damn conservative. Ian Book, he's not, uh, he's not throwing it around like Pat Mahomes out there. So you just can't have your cake and eat it, too. I'm never going to fault a fan for wanting more excitement. You can want whatever you want from your team, but the reason Kyle Whittingham has won, I don't know, 88% of his games over the last 20, you know, 15, 20 years, whatever, in his involvement with the youths is because of that conservative game plan where you will run the football, you will control the clock and not turn it over offensively, and then defensively the youths play man coverage, and they just, like an anaconda, they just squeeze the life out of a team because you can't run the ball. You're not going to achieve success on more than a handful of deep balls and that's the game plan and it has worked for Kyle Whittingham fans can argue it's not been all that exciting and that's okay but you cannot argue with the result and so that result is there because of Kyle Whittingham's ability to to stay the course of being conservative and rely on that game plan but no I never want to see Kyle Whittingham retire I love watching him each and every week because I know that consistency is there I know what he's like in those team meetings. He's ferocious. I know what he's like out there at practice. Heaven forbid he hears you complaining about the cold out there. He is just an old-school tough guy, but still he's got a way to develop young men and have a positive impact on the community. He is statuesque. He's statue-worthy. If and when Kyle Whittingham decides to hang it up, he needs a statue. Put it on four south out there. Put it right out there in front of the stadium. Oh, man. I, I got to throw this at you. When they were down 14-3 to last week, I got a tweet. guy says, you need to do your job and start calling for Whittingham's resignation. This program will never get to where it needs to be with him as the coach. I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically the gist of it. You, you know, Utah fans, I don't know if any other fan base does this, but Utah fans lead the nation in first quarter angry tweets. Uh, football games are 60 minutes long for a reason and the youth you know sometimes they have games where they start fast Uh, a lot of times they don't and i'll tell you it's not a a coincidence it's because the youth don't come out of the gate throwing deep balls usc does usc's the best first half team in the country the last 10 years now they don't win enough games because they don't have the ability to close out a 60 minute football game you the, the youth they don't just throw up deep routes right away no it's like a boxer trying to find their space Kyle Whittingham is obsessed with boxing. He, he loves the sweet science. And so, you know, back to Whittingham, he talks about, you know, early on in games, you've got to find your distance. You've got to find your jab. You lean on your defense. 
You can run the football a little bit, throw some screens, and then when you get in the right situation, then you'll take your shots and you'll take over and you'll win a game. But if you win the game 17-14, to 14, you still get the win. Now, I know Utah fans want to be up 14 nothing after the first two possessions. Every single week you see the same tweets. But any fan calling for Kyle Whittingham's job is wrong. You can be wrong. Half the country's wrong in the way they vote, depending on who you ask. Uh, you can be wrong if you want. But Kyle Whittingham's job is not, uh, it's not unsafe. Kyle Whittingham's methods have been damn near perfect. He's made essentially two or three mistakes in the last 15 years being this, this team's head coach. But, no, Utah fans love to get angry after the first drive, and, and especially if the opponent scores on the first drive. Oh, here we go. Here we go again. This Utah, you know, it's getting out coached. But they forget about the adjustments that happen at halftime. And when you adjust in, in the second half, you're, 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 you know, you're almost shutting out opponents. That's what great coaching is. It doesn't mean you're going to get up 14-3. to three. Uh, USC was up 14 nothing on the Utes last year. Uh, you mentioned Washington being up this year. Washington's a very talented football team. You don't just completely take a team out. Have the Jazz ever won a game 100 to nothing? No. no. The other team is going to move the ball. The other team's going to have success. Hunter Bryant's going to play in the NFL. Uh, Washington has some really talented players, but the Utes stay the course, uh, and they got that spark from Jalen Johnson's interception, and they ended up winning that game. There's three phases to football. It's offense, defense, and special teams. I know fans love the deep ball. Offense is the most exciting brand, uh, the most exciting aspect of football, but the Utes are trying to win games, not impress you. But, no, I'm, uh, I- I'm-, I'm not surprised that there's angry Utah fans early on in games. And those same fans that tweet you in the first quarter, oh, this offense sucks, here we go again. Well, they don't tweet you in the fourth quarter. And, uh, and so, but, but, again, if, if you're calling for Whittingham's head, you're allowed to have that opinion, but you're wrong. Kyle, as always, we appreciate it. Thanks a lot. DJ PK, thank you, gentlemen. Kyle Gunther is here every week on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.